Hey, I get it. I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonix therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that is proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief. Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonix therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, wherever you may begin your podcast from, SoundCloud.com, Google Play Podcast, Spotify, and on YouTube. Guys, in today's podcast, it is a great Thursday, where I'm recording this in a hopeful, beautiful Friday morning for everyone that is listening to this podcast. I am currently, right now, uh, the time this podcast is going live, I am leaving uh, to go to um, Hall County at Lanier Tech for my sister's graduation from college. Uh, she is, you know, doing all this nursing uh, program stuff, and uh, she is graduating from Lanier Tech this year before she does high school. I know it's uh, kind of weird to be saying that, but, you know, she took uh, dual enrollment at the high school that I went to myself and um and now she's graduating early through that but then she's going to take a year off to complete her senior year and then will be returning back to college after graduating high school <laughs> so it's it's a whole complicated system but my sister is going through it very thoroughly and it's understanding every process of the way and I cannot be much more proud of her than what I am today and forever will be <laughs> So, today's topics of discussion, guys, is I am recapping what has happened during the entire week of the CWL Pro League Division A matchups. And let me tell you, guys, this is legit. <laughs> My goodness, I have never seen such a... And, and this is specifically going through Optic Gaming. Gen G has now just fallen to the number second rank in the Division A pool for the CWO Pro League, while Optic Gaming took the crown number one at 11-4 win-loss ratio with the Matt Kemp of 38-20. to I mean, excuse me, 37-28. Gen G is 10-5 with the Matt Kemp of 36-26. Midnight Esports is 9-5 with a 32-23. And Face Clan is in your bottom top four and eight and seven with 34 24. Your bottom four at the top of it is Evil Genius at five and nine, 23 31. Team Resociberty, if I am pronouncing that right, I still cannot pronounce that. 
is at 5'9", 2236. Luminosity is 5'9", at 2635. And UIU is who we just defeated today, this on this Thursday, is 4'11", at a 1937 count. So, UIU is struggling very bad in this in this pro league. Uh and you know at first and I thought Optic was gonna struggle. Uh they and they were at the beginning of the of the season, the regular season. And then here here it is, you know, the tables have turned and we have just decimated the competition. We are four and oh this week. This past week, excuse me. And uh and I cannot wait to see what next week is gonna hold up in week eight. And uh, and just to go ahead and let everyone know that Optic Gaming is the first seed headed into CW Anaheim, so definitely it is well deserved. But they will have to win out a lot more of their matches come next week, and uh, and 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 rightfully so, guys. I mean, yes, you got this, you got this number one seed, but you need to play your hearts out still because. It just does not come easy in the CWO and in Scop and Cr- Scop, excuse me, Optic Scump and Crimsix knows this. TJ knows this. I mean, Dashy knows this. I mean, my goodness, you, they know you got to play your hearts out and, you know, you got to win out every single gunfight. And what I have seen that control, I mean, they're still one of the best control teams in the CWL, but I feel like they still struggle a little bit getting that first point kept, no problem. But then after that, they go away from the objective and start taking on gunfights that they're losing. And they need to mostly focus on the fact of capturing that point while still, while still trying to take on less gunfights, but winning them at the same time. And in control, oh my goodness, you know, it, it matters because lives goes down. So, could, huge congrats to Optic Gaming for winning this week in the CWL Pro League for no. And actually, I am fixing to pull, I'm pulling up the schedule right now and we'll go ahead and get a early start of next week's matchups for Optic Gaming. So if we go to week eight, I know you can't see this, but okay. So yeah, so that, that's right. So week eight. So Monday, Optic Gaming will not play. Um, next Tuesday, which will be the, the day of my other podcast going live, Optic Gaming will be facing off against Evil Genius in your second matchup on Tuesday. That Wednesday, Optic Gaming will go and be going up against Midnight Esports, the third seed in the pro, uh, Pro League Division A pool. And then Thursday, we have Luminosity versus Game, um, Optic Gaming, which is no doubtly, if I'm not mistaken, I think they were six in line in that matchup. So Optic Gaming, they do have a somewhat good week ahead of them. Um, I am not, I'm not too worried about the Midnight Esports. Matchup, I believe though that that will be a three-two in favor of Optic. Um, Evil Genius, I've, I feel like that's going to be a three-one. Uh, Optic Gaming versus Luminosity, I, I feel like that's going to be a three-two though. I, f- I feel like we're going to have a lot of three-twos and one three-one in this matchup. Um, 
But Gen G, though, I, I'm, re- I'm utterly shocked right now. Uh, but they could obviously come back and take that number one seat away from Optic Gaming headed into CW Anaheim. And then after that, guys, we won't get no, actually, we'll get a whole more, a whole nother week in Division B matchups before headed into, it looks like going to be CW Anaheim. Uh, no, we'll actually get one week of these, uh, Division B matchups. And then, uh, from June 6th all the way to June 24th, we will not get no more matches until then. And then that's whenever CW Anaheim is going to be happening. Um, I'm very excited, guys. Uh, again, Optic has got the number one seed headed into Anaheim, and I am super, super excited about it. So definitely. Um, improvements are still being made, but the improvements that has already been made is definitely paying off. So now getting into my last, uh, my second and last final discussion of the day, I'm actually going to be going through our number one draft picks in this year's NFL draft myself and what I think is going to happen with these number one picks that we've had uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. So, uh, today's topic for that will be Caleb McGarry. College is Washington, and he was a senior, of course. Height is 6'7", weight 317 pounds, and arms is 32.78. Hands is 10 and 1 eighth. The prospect grade is 5.88, according to NFL.com. And, of course, he is going to the Atlanta Falcons at round one, pick 31. And of course, he did get signed. Uh, what was that? I think it was the th- second or third day of rookie minicamp. So definitely, I like that. Caleb McGarry is showing promises, if from what I'm hearing from inside reports. Uh, his combine results were uh, 5.05 on the 40 yard bench press was 23 reps, vertical jump 33 and a half, broad jump. 111 inches, three cone drills, 7.66. 20 yard shuffle is a 4.58. And he did not do a 60 yard shuttle. Uh, definitely, I don't blame him right there because, you know, I've already done a 40, so I'm not fixing to go and do a 60. Mm-mm, I, I'm, a, I'm a big guy. I'm not going to do no 60 yards. <laughs> My goodness. Um, for for me, guys, going through the the strengths for Caleb McGarry, I do like this. Good lean muscle mass on an NFL frame, mentally tough and has faced and has faced and overcome adversity already. Not a natural blender, but maintains focus upward strike with hands to create a point of leverage, can unlock his hips for additional force into first contact plus leg drive to grind up opponents and blow running lanes wide open. Accutit, if I'm pronouncing right, second level radar can unload with purge upper body power when punch reaches extension. Loves to finish with maximum force when opportunity calls. Firm base to counter ball rushers. Definitely, those all sound really great. Uh, what I love about Caleb McGarry is his football IQ because, and, and Chris Lindstorm, he's going to be the next uh, subject of matter on uh, next week's podcast. But 
with him and uh, Chris Lindstrom, both of them, they as soon as like that ball is snapped, you don't have that uh, defensive lineman uh, coming to you. You have that offensive lineman, the guard, coming to you as a defender. I'm like, oh my gosh, because I, I did watch Caleb McGarry and Chris Lindstrom's tapes, and I mean, the second that ball is snapped, they are in that defender's face instead of the defender in their face. I love that so much because then it has to make that defender rethink his strategy to like, okay, well, now he's getting up in my face. Now, how am I going to counter this? And he's going to struggle every single time that ball is snapped on the offensive line. And defenders are definitely going to have a hard time you know, going through Caleb McGarry and Chris Lindstrom through this, um, throughout this whole year and throughout the rest of their careers, I believe so. And of course, I mean, there are ways to counter that, but it's going to be very hard to counter it. So I love the pick of how Caleb McGarry can get up in your face the, the second that ball is snapped, because that right there, Will not show just me, but it'll show Matt Ryan, Dan Quinn, Thomas Dimitrov, Arthur Blank, and the entire rest of the Falcons roster that, hey, we're here to win championships. We're not here to just win, you know, just a few games here and there. No, we're here to win a Super Bowl. Pretty much. Weaknesses, though, for Caleb McGarry is inconsistent in sustaining Blocks once he is forced to move his feet. Definitely, I will be getting to that here in a second. Could benefit from a water base and more snatch and secure with his hands. Gets whipped at point of attack when weight drifts too far over his feet. Feet too heavy and sticky to predict and recover against quality inside move. Lacks lateral foot quickness to stay mirrored in pass protection at right as right tackle. Turns and lunges when challenged around the corner by edge speed has been medically cleared to play with hearts amprithia, if I'm pronouncing that right, issue, but will still need to pass a NFL medical. All right, so inconsistent sustained blocks once he's forced to move his feet. Definitely, I did see this in his college tape at Washington. Um, he he's he's whenever the edge rusher is coming around, if he does not see that at that moment, that edge rusher, it forces him to channel in at a very like rapid pace. And and I have seen it. He has came like within centimeters of missing the play, uh, or excuse me, the edge rusher and uh, and anybody at that right side where he's going to be at. He's, he's like milliseconds away from not, you know, getting on them and getting to his quarterback. So if he can recognize and, you know, get, build up that football IQ and definitely he's got all see all off season and all of preseason to work on that. And I think if he works on that, he would definitely be great. Uh, with more water base and a stretch for hands, definitely that needs to be a good, uh, measurement of training. And I, but I feel like it's not a training person, uh, like aspect of it. It's more of a, um, mental training aspect of it because you could teach it all day, but 
He's going to have to learn how to stretch his hands by himself without a coach saying, stretch your hands, stretch your hands. You know, it's more of a physical, I mean, excuse me, mental aspect of whenever it comes to stretching or um, just just anything else of how to widen yourself. But if Caleb McGarry can work on that as well to stretch his hands out before that defender uh, can make any sort of move, I think he'll be great. And also, like, um, excuse me, staying on his feet whenever he kind of like lunges forward or backwards is definitely a must. A, a just just a must in the NFL to actually number one stay on your feet, <laughs> but number two to actually keep the play alive. So wait, all right. So like, if an edge rusher is coming in, and Caleb, uh, yes. Uh, excuse me, Caleb McGarry, the edge rusher is running to his right side, a little too far left, and Caleb McGarry is like kind of like lunging at him. He's going to trip, and then that edge rusher is going to get to the quarterback. If Caleb McGarry can honestly work on balance in this in this first thing and still reach and do all the other things that we've talked about, he would definitely be great as a right guard because Caleb McGarry, like I said, I mean, he is, he's one of the top prospects. Uh, Chris Lindstrom is of course, you know, the rank, the number one guard coming out of the NFL draft, but Caleb McGarry is second. In my honest opinion, he is second within that list to become one of the best guards in the NFL, uh, excuse me, the right guards in the NFL. And so, if he could work on balance, mobility, and and not and not like just being so overwhelmed and like putting all the gas, uh, well, excuse me, all the pedal to the metal at once, he'll be dangerous. He'll be dangerous. Work his way into the system, like Dan Quinn and on the offensive line coach wants him to. And this will be a great season for Caleb McGarry. Well, guys, that is all the time I have for today, but I sure hope you did enjoy today's podcast. And if you did, make sure that like button on SoundCloud.com. Don't forget to check me out on all the other streaming platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.